So the fifth key to opening your heart, opening the mind, awakening, is panya, or wisdom. Panya has the characteristic of understanding deeply the inner nature of whatever is considering, whatever is looking at. And it manifests as wonder and amazement, non-bewilderment. So that when wisdom arises in the mind, we look at something, we not only see the superficial experience or appearance of it, but we also understand it intimately from its, from its inside, what it, what's its inner characteristics are. And so in the practice of the pasana, what we're looking at is the nature, the, the characteristics of experience. So mindfulness observes and tastes. Wisdom understands. Okay, what does it understand? Well, it understands this is the nature of this experience. So the instruction, you know, when we are observing anything in our own moment-to-moment practice, is understanding what is the nature of this experience? What is the nature of fear? What is the nature of pain? What is the nature of desire? Well, we have to be in touch with it. We have to be mindful of it. have to observe it. But then as we observe it, we come to understand it. Then we know its nature. As I've said, you know, if you want to know the nature of squirrels, you just watch a squirrel out here someday. And you watch how it scurries around, what it eats and what it doesn't eat, and when it gets startled. And, and then, if you just watch, you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to kind of jam your mind into some focus. And, or you don't even have to know what you're looking for. But if you observe continuously, understanding will grow. So that's what we're doing with this practice, is we're observing with some continuity, gathering the data, understanding will come from it. Okay. So what is the understandings that we awake to in this practice of mindfulness leading to insight? Well, the first, you know, we have to see each moment's experience and know that. So this is the unique, the uniqueness of each moment's experience. Because, you know, fear is different than joy. Joy is different than anger. Anger is different than desire. Desire is different than calmness. Calmness is different than delight. Delight is different than bliss. How do we know? Because we taste each one and we know its nature. That's the first knowledge. But as we become familiar with the full range of mental and physical experience, and we know the flavors of them, we begin to go a little deeper. We begin to see a little bit beneath the surface of the flavor, and we begin to understand that all these experiences, they arise due to causes and conditions. They have their own nature. Okay? So when we, when we understand they have their own nature, and we see how they come about, from what they come from, then we understand how oh, these things have their own nature. That's why they're different. They're conditioned. They don't have an inner nature, but they have their own nature. Huh. Okay. The other thing that we, another thing that we begin to understand is that they're unstable. They don't provide 
the imagined security or happiness or stability that we would hope from them. We want pleasantness to stay pleasant. We want happiness to stay happy. We want joy to stay joy. And it doesn't. And we see how unstable it is. And, and it leaves us feeling not satisfied. Every experience. When you taste it, and you taste its nature, and it's unstable and doesn't last, it's kind of, well, initially it might feel like a disappointment, but we recognize that it's just not satisfying. And the third thing that we begin to understand, or that wisdom begins to understand, is that everything is impermanent. Nothing lasts for very long. Everything is impermanent. So we see these, and we understand. We, we see the object. We understand its nature, and we understand its inner characteristics. That it's conditioned, that it's unstable, and that it's impermanent. These three understandings are the keys to liberating the mind from wrong views. It's because we have wrong views of thinking that things are permanent, thinking that things can make us happy and satisfied permanently, and thinking that things are uh, kind of unique and have some inherent entity in us that we can rely on. We do that with people, we do it with institutions, we do it with our bodies, we do it with our mind, we do it with momentary experiences, lifetime experiences, institutions, everything. We want them to be permanent, we want them to be satisfying, we want them to be stable. And they're not. And when we purify our understanding of these, well, mistaken beliefs, then we have the key to really deep understanding or freeing the mind from delusion. This is wisdom. It's wisdom that frees the mind from delusion. Esaiva Utejaniya acknowledges about practice. When your understanding of the true nature of things grows, your values in life will change. When your values change, your priorities will change as well. And through such understanding, you will naturally practice more. And this will help you to do well in life. When your understanding of the true nature of things grows, your values in life will change. When your values change, your priorities change as well. And through such understanding, you will naturally practice more. Practice becomes a priority. And this will help you to do well in life. 